birthday. It's your birthday. They ask me what I do and who I do it for. And how I come up with this up in the studio. All I want for my birthday is a big booty. All I want for my birthday is a big booty. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style. When I die, bury me inside the Louis style. Like, 
And then four of them, and four of my friends who, who like, we only survived because I was in town. I was like, my bad. But um, it was really good, man. Um, really good energy. I just like, like I needed that. I think uh, I needed that. So for this upcoming, for actual birthday, um, which is Saturday, I have a therapy session scheduled. So that's you know the w- one way to sort of kick it off is like to go talk to this therapist about all the bullshit that's going on in your head. Um, and then probably something else key, just kind of partied out. Like I just left my work holiday party before we were in here now recording. Um, <laughs> I think my I think my liver's on strike. Honestly, it's fed the fuck up. Like I don't even know if I'm going out New Year's Eve because like I'm just like, eh. <laughs> we at New Year's Eve plans if you want to join us. Where? We'll talk about it. Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I forgot what we were recording. Like, but yeah. Um. But other than that, it was good, man. It was good. Um. We got some things planned on our side of th- on our side of the tracks too. We can announce it. Yeah, we can. I'm definitely gonna announce <laughs> it because like, by the time this drops, like it's gonna be in two days. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So we will announce this again at the end because we know some of y'all niggas are from the beginning and some of y'all niggas are from the end. Um. So. Our first, our our first live show, technically the first live show, it will be Sunday, December twenty third, um, at Outcave in Covington, Kentucky. We have a panel of people, all confirmed, all all of our all of the panels confirmed. So you'll so you'll be getting a, a varying degree of opinions, not just me and Seth. Uh, it will be two p.m. is when we will start recording. Then after we're done recording, we'll have a little date, little 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 Sunday fun day. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm down to hang. <laughs> for the for the audience, you know, for everybody who wants to stay afterwards, we'll have a little Sunday fun day popping off. Um, it should be fun. So if you're able to come, we because I, I am fully aware that you know it's, it's two days before Christmas. If you are able to come, please come. Free, no 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 cost incurred to you guys for coming out. So. We'll announce it again, but yeah, that's that's really exciting for us. And so, sorry for a little bit, you know, sudden notice, but you know, that's kind of how my life has been the past month and a half. It's like baby listeners. Um, the flyer will drop. Well, the flyer will have dropped by the time you hear this. So, if you need any of the details, as always, all information for me, Calvin, and our page are always linked in our description box, and then flyer will be posted everywhere. Oh no, the flyer hasn't dropped by the time you hear this. I'm choking the fuck. Oh, <laughs> if the flyer hasn't dropped, I'm dropping out. Yeah, so, but we, we again, we appreciate all the support, um, and I think that's it for my weekend again. Just, it was good to be surrounded by genuine uh, good energy. I think that was something I needed um, in order to kind of close out this year well um, and kind of get started on to 2019 strongly. I didn't see you this weekend because I think you were, you know, I saw you Sunday, but how was I your weekend? I was in the house. Um, I didn't really do anything this weekend. I just, I'm, I'm tired. When you saw me Sunday, I was literally for the meeting, and then I dipped out. I'm tired. <laughs> All right, so you want to you talk, you wanna t- you wanna talk, get straight to the topics? You want to talk about this, this party we all uh, started doing? Yeah, let's get. <laughs> Not in the sense that you would think I would want to talk about it. More so in the sense of using this as an example to really evaluate the parties that we frequent in life. And thinking about them, not for the sense of, on the outside looking good, but also making sure that the two of you fit together 
And I think that's the big thing when you have two people with personalities like Cardi B and um, Offset. For context, if you guys live under a rock, Offset has been a <laughs> serial cheater throughout the courtship of him and, and Cardi B well into their marriage and past the birth of their child, Culture. I fucking hate that baby Culture. What a cat. What a cat. Anyway. Baby's cute as hell, though. Baby's actually cute, but actually, actually like, culture. Oh, culture is adorable. Yeah, baby's cute as hell. But baby's also named culture. But what rich and famous people always name their baby. Did they give her a normal ne- middle name? They gave they gave her his first name. His first name. What's his first name? Tiara. Isn't that the same thing with Sierra? It, his name is Future Nevadius. No, I, I have no idea what baby. I know is. Baby Future's middle name is normal AF. But I, I can't so. remember his middle name. Anyways, back to Culture Welcher. Culture Welcher. <laughs> That's what uh, Cardi B be calling her. But Kiari's a cute name. Yeah, no, Kiari's fine. Yeah, I'm Kiari. calling that baby Kiari. She's now Kiari. Her mama named the culture. <laughs> calling the baby culture. <laughs> mama named the baby culture. Her mama also named her Kiari, so we going with Kiari. Anyways. So Kiari's parents have an issue because the both of them, well, Future cheated. Yeah, I'll say. That one. <laughs> I'm getting you two niggas mixed up at this point. Y'all are all in his you mentions trying to get her. Be, you, you know, when you cheat, you don't be in relationships. You just get one pregnant. You don't be in relationships. Like nah, he cheat on Britney, which is his OG baby mama. But I'm talking about like now. No, he literally just got out of a relationship with Britney. She finally broke up with him because the rumor mill started that he got another girl pregnant. Mind you, he has a child on the way with with Bow Wow's baby mama. Future collects the baby mamas like a pendant or something. Listen, and as a woman, I would just be like, "Mm, I'm good. And I think that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't understand. Actually, I do because Future has Money. money. But it's like, you see how this man he moves. treats everybody else, and he's in like he is clearly unapologetic about it. He's not like no, the nigga got on TikTok. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I'm so ha- I'm so proud of you. I'm you, so proud of you. You found happiness. You found happiness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So okay. I'm like, <laughs> 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 that is such a technique, Scorpio thing to do. <laughs> but you know, you see him like he's he's clearly moving. He's not hiding it from anybody. Would you rather ride in a Nissan or a Rolls Royce? Would you rather listen? Hey, so me and my ex were having a conversation about this. About about crying in the Nissan or crying in the Phantom? Yeah. I'll he said he was getting the Phantom, and I said, "Let me know so I can make a flight out there and, <laughs> and post. I'm a post for the Instagram crying in the Phantom." But yeah, back to back to back to Offset and how Offset can't keep his pants on. Um. Yeah. So Offset cheated. The most recent one, I guess. I don't know. The one was like it was he didn't he, he said he didn't actually cheat. He just it was just the text messages and to set up a threesome. Right, but was neither one of them was Cardi. He just he was trying to get what, two of the dolls. I don't even know which dolls they were, but it was like uh, two of the rap dolls. Yeah, you know, it's like there's Dream Doll, Cash Doll, Asian Doll. Sound like some Powerpuff Girls. Cuban Doll. I think Cuban Cuban's definitely one of them. Cuban's Asian and Cuban don't get along, so Cuban's it couldn't de- be. Cuban, I, I think it was Cuban and Asian because they fell out. And that's how Offset got, because she started to post text messages. Like, yo, you wasn't about to try to have a threesome with me and Offset. And Offset was like, bitch. <laughs> I, think I mean, she should have left after the, uh, Cardi B over there giving out assault cases instead of leaving a nigga who won't do right by her. Like, how does that make sense to somebody? 
a cutting. You I don't caught think a charge, but she's also a hood booger. Hood boogers don't make sense. And I think she also hasn't ever experienced proper healthy love. Yeah. I don't think I've been speaking more because, in all honesty, I haven't either. But at some point, you got to be like, this doesn't feel right, and I'm not going to do it again. Cardi B's also only 25, which is... I'm also 25. We are literally... She turned 26 a month before I turned 26. But I look at... With the same access to the same internet that she uses and gained her fame from. But I think the the difference is in personality between you and Cardi, right? Clearly, y'all are not have two totally different personalities. I think... And this is why I think Cardi B sometimes feeds into the same thing that she's a victim of. There's... Let me say that. So okay. there's three parts to the ego. You have the id, the ego, and the superego. Right. The id is the childlike ego system. It really takes out the filter of stress, takes out the filter. This is where sociopaths come from, basically. It takes out your filter of stress. It takes out the filter of... Basically, you have, like, a childlike response without being a child. Does this make sense? Yeah, that's pretty much, like, all of your, I guess, quote, fear and, like, adult training. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. I should, the ability to, discernment. There we go. That's where we're at. Id. So, id is your discernment. Mm -hmm. And child, until somebody tells you what's wrong, you have, you live in your void of id because nothing to you is wrong. Right. Then after that, you gain your ego. Ego is usually built for protection of things that you've experienced in life. Right. So you know that things are wrong, so you're not in the form of id. But at the same time, because ego has told you, so-and-so did this, who's talked about this, having a chip on their shoulder. Right. So the ego's closed. Then you have things like the superego. Superego is when you lack discernment, mm-hmm. plus you have built up ego built off of things that have happened in your life. I.e. Kanye West. Kanye West is a super ego. But among I, other things. Among other things. Because we're not going to ignore the fact that he has mental health issues, which plays into why he acts the same way he does. But unfortunately, undiagnosed or ignored mental issues will build a narcissist because they where they could have been fixed, it's now too late. If we're being real, Kanye's a narcissist. You know. Kanye is himself will admit he's a narcissist. Which narcissists can, but yeah, they just they don't care. they don't have the filter to like, and we're not advanced in medicine enough to do anything with the narcissist except hope that they don't kill off an enemy. Yeah, that they that they don't become violent. Um, back to the point though. Right. So what you have with Cardi B and Offset, Offset are two people who are in somewhere between in. An egotistical person. And a super ego. And a super ego. So you have these two people who are like, they both of them have been built off of somewhat misogynistic, well, not somewhat. I mean, Offset, most of his career has been built off of the way, mistreatment of women through his musical lyrics. And we all listen to hip hop. I think the difference between you and I as fans versus somebody who lives in it, you don't, you get to turn it off. And as soon as you turn it off, you have like a different view you re- of the world. You realize that you realize that every woman ain't gonna be ain't gonna react kindly to shake that ass, bitch. Like right, when you live in it, they will. They usually react. So there is no point in turning off. This is not building an excuse from people because at the end of the day, you're cheating. But when you have two people who enter situations, that's why I was also listening to this podcast called um, 
the podcast that they're listening to. Amanda Seals' podcast, and she did an episode called um, It's Hard to Date an Artist or something. She names her show something. It's always like blah, 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 and whatever. Nephilim is dating. I can't, I can't help you, but it's I fine. understand it. This one was called Dating an Artist. And she was having an interview with one Lauren London in it, and she made a great point in it. And that was how when people come into the fame or have notoriety, right. what is built up is like that super ego without not always necessarily but people are built into a super ego because they take for instance like a football player right mm-hmm. they're groomed to be exactly how they are from the moment they're young the moment they from, from the moment that whoever is their guardian sees that athletic ability in them and it's usually like at five when you're putting them in pe program and he, he's like oh that boy can run fast and then after that it's usually life is handed to you because especially if you're black only only three ways to get out the hood, man. Like a rapper, an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Go like to you know what I'm saying? Like go rapper rapper go to the league is what is what people what is what the uh phrase is. It's like either rapper go to the league, whatever league that may be. That's kind of that's what has stereotypically been the black male's way of getting out of the hood. Rapper yeah. go to the league. And when, but the things is with black men when they're getting out of the hood, what happens is they get to be babied in the id mm-hmm. since they're little. So they don't discernment is very little for them because people very often don't tell them no. And then, or they'll protect them from like the dangers that most other people experience because they like their super talent supersedes yeah. their human nature. E- even even with me, because it was one of those things where it's like I, it was more so because I was. Academic, I was academically gifted, or I was, and it was like I was academically gifted, and like as to where I where I grew up, you know what I mean? There, I was looked at as like, oh, he's he's gotta make it. So I I had friends who was out here selling drugs, out here flint, and they would like one time, an ex of mine who was out here flinging drugs was like, I think I think you need to go. Cause like they had, they was getting ready to do some, they was getting ready to do some business, business. Somebody, I guess somebody ain't pay him. And he was like, I don't want you. They was like, I don't want you around for this. So you would get a lot of, I don't want you around for this. Oh, or I'll take the charge. I'll take the, I'll take the rap because I don't want to, I don't want the charge to negatively affect what you got going on. So that's definitely, a, that's definitely a thing in black communities, especially for for the black man because it's like we already have such a such a uh, a fear of a prison industrial system and this prison industrial complex so you combine that with someone who's sh- who's showing talent extraordinary talent that could ta- that could bring them out of the poverty stricken situation that they are in you get those you get that protection and that like we can't let anything happen to you but continue um I was trying to talk really long so you could look up stuff. <laughs> no, I might just totally forgot what I was about to say. So they've been, they've been protected all their life. They've so been protected all their life. So they so never got to really grow out of that childlike state. Right. And then you have this thing which just comes out. Ralph wasn't even born in the hood or anything like that. He was born in Gwinnett. That nigga grew up in Gwinnett and has, has like an alpha for a stepdad and a delta for a mama. Grew up in a two-parent home. So you weren't missing anything. You made the choice to be where you are. And then, like, but you can see that while he did grow up in a two-parent home, he grew up in somewhat of a broken mental home because if you saw how his stepdad was teaching on the situation and basically had, like, a one-sided, like... Why 
I understand it as a parent. I don't. Because, again, everyone has biases. And at some point, you got to look at their kid and be like, let's tell this guy that he needs to do something. Yeah, I read the post. He did. He, he now he he hit he hit him with the like. No, nah, he's not perfect. He had his flaws, but he's still gonna. He's like, I gotta protect protect you. No, he didn't. I read the post. I read the post too. That was very like. Oh, he got this charge, and I can't I can't go to work because the feds did a sweep on my house. But really, and it was very like. Before that, it was like... I just feel like you can't shame Cardi B for getting on the internet and then not shaming your son for creating things that will cause her to, like... But this ain't got nothing to do with him. Back to Cardi B and Offset. Here's the thing. You have two people who don't know what privacy is. And I saw a lot of people on the internet currently compare the fact, like, oh, like, Dior kicked with Jay-Z back. And it's like, first of all, we would have never known the extent of their marital issues if they never told us. And, And, like, honestly... Sad, I don't know, a decent portion of the public didn't know that Jay-Z cheated until, like... Unless you're a true Beyoncé fan, because she's been saying it for forever, but it was one of those things, like... That could have... It's up for interpretation, because it was only through her art. But unless, like, if you're a real fan, you knew. Plus, because she had them bangs, oh, it was a wrap. And then she cut her hair and put it on Instagram, that's when you knew. But it was one of those things, it was like, for a lot of us, it was like... Like songs like Resentment or Ring the Alarm or like other songs like of that nature. Lost Your Mind, which was only released on the eight day um, release of I Am Sasha Fierce. Great song. I'm gonna check it out. I've never heard of it, but like you, you see, even those like artists make songs for situations that they're not ha- they're not currently going through all the time because it's very it's easy. They can look. They can know that the cu- the consumer. Can relate to it like hell. Usher wrote confessions. Usher and confessions. It wasn't built built off of his. It was built off the Brandy Creepy. I haven't made a good face. But you know, but so like for a lot of us, you know, what I'm saying wasn't aware of a full extent. We knew something was a little amiss once the Solange video came out, where her she's like taking Jay Z. Like, oh, cl- something's clearly off. The way Beyonce stepped back and then shot neither one of them, so true. But, like, you, so it was different. First of all, most, Hove never, re- never really publicly embarrassed her. Like, kind of going off what you said, like, we wouldn't know the depth of what Jay was going through unless, be, but Until they, they let us in. And they let us in, and they told us. Offset, on the other hand. It was never a moment of any decency or consideration of your partner. And then when you have a partner who who nukes you. Who exceeds you. Yeah. Yeah. On, and then also has the same personality trait. Like, embarrass me, embarrass you, embarrass me. And like, it's just like, it's toxic. Yeah. And then now to see, like, the ending of their relationship, it's more so it's like, okay, like, for her to say, like, I'm getting divorced publicly, like, stick to that at that point. Because now it's just, like, do not. Like, if he already embarrassed you publicly, right, mm-hmm. and then gives you a half-assed apology, talks about some, I'm sorry, bro. He's just waiting for you to take him back, not to change his behavior. And I don't even think, yeah, I don't think Offset, because, you know, we talk about a lot about, like, the, the public manipulation, right? Like, 
honestly don't think he's trying to do this malici- for the maliciously. I think he just thinks this is the way I got to get my girl back. I don't think that he's like intentionally like, oh, I'm gonna do this to like fuck. I think he's just like he even said it. He's just like, I fucked up publicly. I thought I should make my apologies publicly. Like I don't think he understands that. Like Ooh, sad. I don't think he understands that how he's going about it is doing more harm than good and still is a little weirded out of the situation. I think he fi- I think that's finally I don't think he still got it. That nigga because as soon as he left that he went to his album release for album his thing. birthday his birthday party. Slash album release for an album that hasn't been released. But I just feel like I don't know. I don't know. I'm like there's no need that's just giving a cheater too much room to like give him the benefit of the doubt. I think I mean it's more embarrassing than it is sincere. Like, the nigga got up on stage talking about some, I'm sorry, bruh. Excuse the fuck out of me. Or even prior to that, I was caught up in a little situation. It's like, at no point do you really say, like, if even if you were making a public apology, it's literally simple. Like, there shouldn't be, like, first of all, there's a thing called a sorry, la- sorry language. Like, there are love languages. There's a sorry language. For me, I just need to hear exactly what you're sorry for in regards to what exactly you did, and I'm usually over it. Like, it don't have to be some drawn-out conversation. It's, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. I'm good. For other people, it could be, like, a gesture of needing to read to you gifts or, you know, actions or changes, showcase of change of behavior, which usually follows suits for most people. But I think in this sense, like, even if you were going based off of his words, like, you don't say things like, I'm sorry, bro, or, you know, Hey, you know, I got caught up in a little situation. I just trying to sing. All I want for my birthday is spend time with Coco. Like, first of all, you have five other kids. You spending time with them as well. Um, but if he was really sincere, even if you were making a public apology via video, it literally should have been party. Like, you shouldn't even say, like, I fucked up. I got caught cheating. I do have an issue. I've done this multiple times in our relationship. And I hope that you plead and hear the apology that I'm giving towards you and our daughter and our situation. And I'm telling you I'm trying to change. Like, that automatically sounds so much better than, I'm sorry, bro, I was in this little situation. You know, I just need to spend time with my little girl. Like, it just doesn't come off sincere. And I think think that's part of it is, like, the difference in, like Lambda said. And so, like, I'm not defending myself. I, I don't okay, think you are. I, I, I got called controversial today. I'm like, how? What you do? <laughs> I didn't even do anything. Like, I was told, I, I left my work holiday party, told him I was going to record the podcast. Somebody immediately was like, 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 try not to get into an argument today. I was like, dude, I, was like, I didn't even do anything. She was like, she was like, oh, we can't talk about you. You're a little controversial. I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> sure. Whoever you are, shout out to you. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I was trying to give you a little shout out, but Cal is saying no. That'd be alright. Um, but I look. I don't. I honestly don't. I. I. I don't think Oscar has the right people in his ear. I don't think. I don't think either of them do. Cardi doesn't have the right people in the ear. Clearly, the issue is like I don't know. I think I can honestly say if you and I were to get famous like right now. It wouldn't be like our friends are our publicists. Mm-hmm. Some hood nigga down the street ain't about to be our manager. 
Like, it's never going to, because for us, it's like, all right, I've done enough of seeing how other people are. Uh, first of all, I do a sweep on my Twitter real quick. That'd pay, be, pay be the that, first pay, thing I listen, do. Very bad. Pay the $8. Dollars. There's a service you can pay, literally pay $8. And, and sweep it all. Sweep it up any possible efficiency. Pay the $8. Because too, too many of y'all get a little bit of fame and then some, some hater. But here's the thing. Even say, say, for instance, like a tweet pops up from five years ago. It's still, again, all in the way that you decide to communicate your apology. Like, this is the thoughts that I had five years ago. I realized how I was thinking, and I've learned since that situation, and I can show you through my actions that I'm no longer in that headspace. Whether or not you agree with it or not, at that point, it's saving face. And I think, I mean, we, we did we talk about Chuck Hall last week? I feel like maybe just because we're like, I don't know. I, d- I don't want to say these people aren't educated. But I, I, I'll go that far. I, I'll let you... I'll go that far because I think they they may not be they're not educated in, in getting the right team around them because you're not supposed to be fully educated on the trappings of fame or the trappings of this new social media. You're not so, like no one's fully educated. And that's why people keep fucking up. But you, there are people, there are specialists that are supposed to be able to help guide the celebrities, even when they don't know, even when they don't know. And, and they, they don't have good people around them. Because Cardi First B's team orchestrated that. And they didn't even tell. Because, like, you could tell. You saw you, her she was pissed. And it wasn't, like, the acting pissed. It was, like, I I Like, I, the, I her body tone said it all. Because she had one foot forward, one in the back, like her arm down you. in the Arthur stance. And the other one was, like, protecting her front. Which is, like, I will fight this you. is me putting. Like, body language tells you I have a barrier up. But cross this line and it's go. And so, like, and not only that, like, just. They don't have the right people around, and I think that's education. Um, I think Offset's lack of just coof, coof. <laughs> you know what though? When I I always talk about the one ex that I had. When we broke up, he did, like first of all there was two incidents. One, it was which I guess is the same thing for Cardi because the girl gets on a TMZ interview talking about some. Oh well, I ain't know that the marriage was that serious. You know how pissed off I would be if somebody did that. Like I'm a whole married. This nigga already don't know how to cheat in privacy. And then the bitch got the nerve to get on the internet talking about something I didn't know the marriage was that serious. We took fucking vows. <laughs> but that goes to show it's not about it's not about the person who steps into the marriage as much as it's the people who are already in it or the relationship. Because I was like, there are some there are some like open marriages, but like uh It's a communication thing, but communication y'all have to thing. agree to that. Exactly. And I think Okay, so I look at it like this: is ma- is mainly the person who's actually in the relationship, like actively in the relationship, fault? But like the the, the side or the, the the jump off or whatever like you want to play your part. It's not like you're your getting part. like or promoted. Then nigga, probably after that girl, he went and cheated with three more. Like play either play your part. Get or, your little or, Louis or, bag or, and or go if, on. Or if you're confused, you're confused because you were an ass. You're willingly not. You're willingly being ignorant, right? Like for like, for I know I know plenty of people who's like, look, I don't ask anymore if I got a boyfriend or girlfriend. If they care, they don't tell me. Which is a which is a, a kind of a, a weird way of thinking. But if you're okay being number two or number three or number four, I ain't gonna stop you. But if you're not okay with that, you should probably make some active <laughs> active way to figure that out. And if somebody lies to you, then at least you can't say. You know, you didn't ask, like, you asked, you got lied to versus I didn't ask, I didn't know they marriage was that serious. You probably didn't give a fuck. Let's be honest. He could have, 
he didn't give a fuck because he was clear he didn't give a fuck. But that's the thing. Deion taking back. Oh, it's evenly, easily. Jesus Christ. It's easily. Just, it's sad because they're not going to work out. They're not. They're yeah. uncompromising one in their behavior. And Austin looks like he's he's ready to like cheat quietly. Yeah, not not change my ways, but cheat quietly. Like I'm going to cheat better. I'm going to make sure that you don't find out through leaked text messages from some 19 year old. But it's rapper. so manipulative to do something like show up at somebody's job because that's what he did. He showed up at her job and then like turned a groundbreaking moment in her career about him because literally after it was over it was offset jumps on stage and pleads for cardi b and almost nothing about her performance was even said afterwards i ain't seen i haven't seen a video of her performance and somebody was saying like uh, it was snell actually and snell was like it doesn't really matter this it's only been a festival for four years and it's like still that means something for her career for them to decide that she's she's going to be the first like the price of the brick went up like whatever you can kind of that's why people, even when they say they don't care about Grammy nominations, they care. You about care them. because, because the accolade sits with you. It's still Grammy nominated singer songwriter. Da 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 da. The price goes up. Like no matter what you do, whether you the, win, the price goes up. And for Cardi B, for the next festival, for the next time, like my price went up. I was the first female headliner for this crazy Rolling Loud festival. My price went up. And so, and like I understand the. Uh, the pulling up of the Jocelyn being a kind of a trigger because we saw what happened with, you know, what's her name? I don't want to disrespect this girl, but I forgot her name. Shorty got killed at her job by her ex-boyfriend. Um, I forgot her name. Something Chicago. It was in Chicago. It's like they had just broken up. Like Oh, the doctor. Yeah. I forget her name. But, yeah, I've had a situation like that. My crazy ex, as soon like, we broke up on my off day. He <laughs> went up to my job gave my manager like a box full of shit that we had you know four years of a relationship told her to like give it to her she said gave him a note and was like bitch says she was done with me she ain't done with shit but here's some shit like just went off to my manager leaves us there i come into work the next day and they're like oh my god like she's pregnant (laughs) and i'm like okay and so like i and I get the rules are a little different for entertainers than they are of like normal nine to five people, but they're not that different. Yeah. Um, and that's why, honestly, Cardi B needed to cheat. But then, but the thing is, she doesn't know that though, because after it was like, fan or not, if you talking about my friend slash publicist, you ain't shit to me. And it's like, no. Your enemy is next to you being your publicist like right the now. Ops. Like they like, don't see get, the best you, for you. You out here getting close to the ops and. Rolling Loud was in on it because that and that's that was so fucked up. And then for them to like, it was like throw a stone and hide their they hand. They delete the tweet, but screenshots live forever, beloved. And then it was like, we didn't, we didn't know, we didn't know. Like, yes, you yeah, did. Because why would you tell everybody like, hey, this is about to go viral? It was crazy because it did, but it had nothing to do with Probably her having an impactful. I, I, honestly, I think they were hoping that she would finally just be like, yeah, I broke up. Because and then that, it didn't go down like that. It didn't go down like that. Because, like, Cardi B's woke, and I'm like, could not take that nigga back. Honestly, if he would have stopped at the video, though, he should have stopped at the video and then gave her space. But then it was like, you have the video, then you have all these rappers who are notoriously known for being cheaters themselves, hopping in her mentions being like, oh, like, take him back, take him back. Then you have, like, the gang saying, like, this is what's wrong with this generation. You bitches don't know how to keep your families together. Like, we won't even get into that because everyone should already know that in itself isn't the truth. 
And then, like, then I had this monumental moment Thank you. in my career. And then you snapped it from me by doing something that you should have just left at at the first one until I decided. And and that's and, and, and so even even like the, the men were like, nah, fam, like you're doing a lot. I think normal men were celebrity like, men were like, take my nigga back. The, because normal, men with who? <laughs> normal normal niggas and certain celebrity niggas still play by the same rules. We, we, Which plays into like there's there's narc that's what I was saying about the Amanda Seals thing. She was saying on the episode like like there's a thing about becoming a celebrity and you have somewhat of a narcissistic role applied to you whether you are like a true narcissist or not because a lot of people are going to tell you yes more than no right. because you're a man and then you're a man with money and money power and, and like access and access like it's kind of it's one of those things like you don't you don't. Until you make the decision for yourself to play by the normal rules, right? But uh, then again, it's like if I'm a celebrity or someone like if I have a Kiko, why can't I use it? Because like celebrity money, all of that's in this capitalist system. But it's something that, as a society, we have we've built. We We built built these men to to be able to continue to be have this behavior. And so that's why. Whenever we see like oh Miguel and his girlfriend get married after thirteen years of dating, everyone's quick to be like nigga you don't have Miguel money you don't have X Y Z money. I don't think I I don't, I just feel like if people are courting that long like why does it matter? I think that that's built around like society as told us like oh like you just you, you, need, a, you need you need some two sort to of five years and then you're supposed to have a seal of something. Even to, or even like. Oh, if he don't know what he want in the first in the first three months, like, girl, do you, better question. Do you know what you want? Don't ask like what they want. Know what you want, and if it's not in them three months, then you stuck around for something that you thought was supposed to happen on that timeline. Like, you could have been left. Instead, you were waiting for somebody to change or see value in you when you should have saw it in yourself first. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I ain't, I ain't gonna go too much off topic because we're gonna wrap this topic up, but like. He's gonna take him back. <laughs> like, he is, unfortunately. Like I'm, the nigga. Really, I wouldn't be surprised if we dropped like the first pick of the new year is done, is is Cardi though. I I wouldn't be surprised. I think she's just like, because I think she really does actually like care for him. And like they, and it's like one of those whirlwind romance type deals. Like I think, and I think she'll take him back. I think they'll they'll ride out for the next like six months. He'll be on like a probationary period. And then once he feels like he's got off that probationary period, he'll he'll go to like cheating quietly, and they'll break up. She'll make like lemonade for hood 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 boogers. You want me to slap? Oh uh, yeah, lemonade for the hood rap kid slap. Shout out to your son. Could could go mm. in, <laughs> but I just hope that I just hope that she finds her happiness in her son, because honestly. Never mind. I ain't gonna go into too much detail, but she, the way she moves, almost like she, it, almost like she moves with like a low self esteem type of thing. And but I it's crazy because like her personality wouldn't give that out. But like to me, her personality does because like as someone who used to have that, as, and still that sometimes has to be like the louder than life, exactly to hide whatever. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. And you know what I'm saying? Like people, kind of you know. You kind of overcompensate for when you feel like you, I need to be the center of attention. I need to be this rock star. I need to be Cardi B. 
But and that's just something I personally think about. And I think that her the actions of like how she's like how she's still kind of almost entertaining this this whole shit. I think this man is trying to wife me. That happens. Fuck it. Fuck it. It does. Okay, here's the problem not to like this man. Oh, stress. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Yes, but no. <laughs> yes, I want to talk about it because it's my thing. But no, because I have to talk about it too. Is he trying to pull a you on you? I'm not sure. Because if he pulled a knee on me, like, it would be, like, me times ten. Like, dummy ass shit. Shit happens. I would just. Shit happens, like. I'm going to keep it cute. Because <laughs> I actually like this man. I like the stress. Um, no, ain't nothing more stressful. Really, no. Ain't nothing more stressful than, like, oh, being with, like, having a good time with someone you think you like. And then they hit you, like, oh, this is me dying. Like. You just, you just gotta take, you gotta take that on the chin <laughs> and keep it pushing. But I look, I look at it as like, shit happens, and I'm, and I'm grown to the point where. You know what's terrible? What's terrible? So I was taking him on a date yesterday, which is like, like now you know I like this nigga. You know what's crazy? Every December I be taking a nigga on a date. This is like four years in a row. Well. Uh, one day, one month out of a year. One day. One day out of a 365 days. Like, you'll be all right. Make it an annual thing. This is like, this is legit like the fourth year in a row where I've taken a guy on a date. Like, I, I can get, see? This should be my new sign. Like, this ain't going to work. But well, as, soon as, you ta- as soon as you take a nigga on a date, it's not going to work? Uh, uh, probably. I mean. Wow, B2B. <laughs> That's usually what it is. It'd be B2B, and then I'm like, oh my god, let me take him on a date. <laughs> that reminds me of that meme you're sitting there by yourself crying. Like, I could have never died. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, he canceled, though. But, alright. So. Um, Dina! You <laughs> Speak on it. Come on. Get it out. Get it out. This is the last episode of the year besides our live show. Get it out. You know what's sad, though, is, like, he canceled the date, and my first thought was, like, bitch, I'm going to go find another one. And then I started to, and I did. Unintentionally did. And then I decided not to go on that one. So I kind of just ignored that guy. So you, so a nigga flaked on you. Mm-hmm. You went in. No, I was just, you know, casual conversation. Mm-hmm. But in casual conversation, within the back of my head, I wonder if I could get this person to ask me to do something. Uh-huh. And then they did. And then you flaked on him. And then I flaked on him. And then I went out with Kelly. And then <laughs> I was out with Kelly. And the person who I flaked on was like, oh, I see you got beat. <laughs> I already know what we're talking about therapy next session. It's we're fine. We're going to do better <laughs> next year. We got to do better. No, but. Because, like, you just really just, like, you got to, like, it, you know. Like someone hits you with the someone hit you with the draw two, but instead of you getting draw two, you put another draw two. You make that nigga draw four. That's what you did. You stacked the flake on somebody else, and he his poor unsuspecting ass was like, "Oh, he'll be all right." Last time we had a phone conversation, all he talked about was he's a man who's like he's recently come into his success in his field, and he had just had a thirty minute conversation with me on the phone where I just kept on going, "Mm hmm, mm hmm." 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> but still wasn't getting it. Anyways, about um, <laughs> these niggas just don't see. They don't see the plan. They don't get. I've been trying to bring my niggas in on this, and I'm just like, first of all, if that's not meant for your niggas, like what you're doing with your life is not necessarily what niggas should be doing with theirs. And you're upset that you can't bring them. But, but if you feel like you're on two different planes and you can't keep taking them with you, then they're not meant to go with you, sweetie. Let it go. But but we also talk about okay. Men have this thing with loyalty. It's not. It's loyalty, and you it's like you want to talk about loyalty. It's loyalty, and it's also I like this phrase though. That's amazing. It's loyalty, but it's also like it's going back to even like being the first nigga that made it out of your family. He's or not even the first nigga that made not it out of your fa- or your friend group or whatever t- circle. Universe, but like, why would that's unnecessary stress? Why would you even bring that on with you and be like, "Oh, my niggas don't. They don't see the plan. They don't see the plan. They don't see it." First of all, you're not really a good friend because you're sitting on the phone talking shit about them to me. So you're not that great. First of all, second of all, okay, like, how about instead of trying to bring them on to what you're doing? Ask them what they see for themselves. I don't know. Further the conversation just a little bit. Because niggas don't see the plan. Now that phrase really stuck with me. Niggas don't see the plan. <laughs> Swear he, and he kept rephrasing it <laughs> with different words, but kept saying the same thing. They and don't that, see the vision. It was they don't see the vision. It's funny because then I had a conversation with my ex about this, so I'm all over the place, honestly. But Shenanigans. I actually really like this guy, and it stresses me out because I do not navigate crushes very well. No, uh, crushes are absolutely fucking stupid. Trash. Like, I hate having crushes. I hate, like, ooh. You want to know how bad it is? Yeah. I spent the night with him one night, right? Mm -hmm. It was totally fine. Right. His whole thing was, like, don't get up and leave without saying bye. Which I think the last two times I got up without saying bye. However, I got a little bit better. Okay, one time he left before I got up. So he just left me there, and then he went and did his. He, he had to go to work, so okay. he was gone. He got up at 5.30. I didn't get out of his bed until 8.30. So okay. Now I got up, the nigga was long gone. The second time, I gave him a kiss on the cheek, but he didn't move, so I didn't wake him. I just. Telly said that that's what I felt like. So I was like, you know, you're, you're being a bitch. She said, I care, but I don't know. Like, I care about the situation. Mm-hmm. But she says, I don't know how to, like, actually care. It's like, y- you you know you care. But, like, somewhere between you knowing you care and you're... And, and like, showing? Oh. The showing kind of falls to the Yeah, wind. it's like a maze. And you're lost in some sort of... So, in my brain, it's like, I care. And it doesn't. And you're like, uh, like a robot. <laughs> Every time I said that, yes, I care. But anyway, so then after, because he canceled on me, and when he said he canceled me, I just said, well, he was like, I'm not going to be able to make it. I got to work late. And I, and I said, can we reschedule? I just said, sure. And then I was telling Tony, I was like, I should have left him a red. No. But I didn't. So gross. Okay. Well, okay. What I think you say this to me often, just because you're, you've grown from a, like a shitty point doesn't mean your point's actually good. It's just less shitty. So going from leaving him on red, which is terrible, which going for sure is less terrible, but still terrible. Because I look at my rule of thumb, again, hey, okay, shit happens in life. Plan go through. But um, if you flake on me and then you offer like, hey, 
if you offer an alternative, uh, hey, can we reschedule or, hey, when are you free? Or, hey, I'm free this day. Okay, cool. I can still work with you because, again, shit happens. People get busy. He didn't, though. So can I automatically re- decide you can, don't care. Can we reschedule is that, hey, instead of, like, sorry, I can't make it work, came up late, it's done. He's like, can we reschedule? Like, and if you say yes, and then that's when that conversa- the conversation hits the next level of, okay, matching that schedule again. You say, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we're just, oh, I, I don't know how to respond to that. You know, so that's where it's at. You, you grew because you didn't leave them on red. I'm proud of you, friend. I didn't. And then I even followed up, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So I had a follow-up conversation with him. I texted him. I said, I was actually really looking for vacation time. Could you get Field me trip. a vacation? Okay. So that wasn't my point when I did it. But I'm telling you. But as soon as I sent it, well, not as soon, because it took a while to text back. And I told Kelly, I said, I'm never doing that again. It made me uncomfortable. And he texted back, and he said, don't do that. And I said, what? I'm legit just coming to you. And you see how I automatically was like, that's a guilt trip. Because I used to. That's not where my brain went with it. I really just wanted to talk to him and also see if he was coming yet. Because I was trying to just pull up. And you're like, hey, for a nightcap and go home. Yeah. But you, (laughs) you could have, but you know, you could have just like, hey, are you home? Hey, are you free? Are you home? But like that phrase, because people say I do, I used to do that phrase as like a that's a it's like a guilt trip. It's like damn, I really want to spend time with you, and I didn't realize that until like someone had to call me out on it. Like hey, like that's kind of it's a, it's a guilt trip. Like because if he really fucks with you, the fact he had to cancel is already fucking up a plan. And if he doesn't fuck with you, you sending that isn't going to make him want to fuck with you any more than he already does. Crushes are fucking garbage. Anyways, I text him something trying to be funny, and he didn't text back, so <laughs> he gotta go home. <laughs> Three strikes are out. He don't even know he on strike two, but he already on strike three. That's crazy. But yeah, crushes are crush. I hate crushes. I hate having them. It's pointless. No, I do do the thing, though. I, I be trying to think of the fact you can't call me twice and can't call me bitch that way. I at least give you two times to fuck up. Is it? Is a can an automatic callback service? Yes. You can. You not going to. Me and my therapist keep having this conversation. I just think of time. If you can't respect my time. Okay. Okay. What, what What? is the time frame that is a can? Like a fuck up can take? Like if I, if we said something and then I'm like, fuck, I forgot I had this. Like you have to at least give someone within four hours. Okay. Four hours for me because I'll make an, a different plan. Okay. So it's like. But your dinner plan is at six. I'll, I'll cancel by two. Unless I'm there. Okay, but if I cancel by thirty, yes. But if you do that thing again, like if we make plans the second time and you cancel again, I'm done. So the first time you have a four-hour window. The second time I'm done. That's a little entitled. Okay. Just want to be no. I, I, I hey, the way my life is set up. I understand Nick, people not wanting to play. Sorry. I get it. I don't have to like sit there and plan and figure out like, oh, what's the one with with just the same amount of people. So I probably just don't pretend like I had to. So 
first time you got four hours in bed, the second time, I'm done. I ain't got, I'm not going back and forth with you niggas. I'm good. You, I hate Kelly. Yeah. Kelly, this is all your fucking fault. And I, and I know you listen, so you can hear this. You got her to say this shit, too. Relax, focus. <laughs> I was talking to Kelly yesterday. I said, honestly, if somebody called me a nigger, I probably wouldn't care anymore. Because I've used it, like, just so, like, meh. That somebody, I would just be like, word, no. But just, like, walk away. Because it, it, be- it, beca- it has just become, like, a word to me. Not to take it away from anybody else, because if you're still there, that's totally fine. Who am I to argue you on that? But it just, it don't, because the internet has turned it into a joke, like, I kind of take it as a joke now, too. It depends on the context. Like, I, th- I was talking, like, if, like, some white woman, like, was clearly upset with us, and then, like, hey, you motherfucker, I'd probably laugh at the white woman, because I don't trust or respect most of the white women. But, um... If I felt endangered, or if it was like a man, I'd punch him in the face, stuff like that. Danger would make a difference. You're right. And and I feel like we, I feel like we still gotta keep punching racists in the face. And I'm not saying we shouldn't punch racists in the face. I'm just saying if you come out of your mouth to call me a nigger, I probably laugh before I do it. Yeah. Relax. Uh, anyway. It'd probably be a laugh plus relax. Plus. Hey, for our, for every person who listens to this, don't just thrive as if anybody. You'll pick the wrong one and end up with a broken nose, and I'm not going to be responsible for that. Yeah, I was speaking strictly for myself. <laughs> so, so, calm down there, buddy. I was just um, anyway, shit. So, anyways, now I got a, cr- got a crush on a nigga, and it's sad. I hate that sometimes. No, on you, you go to another person. Neither could have set up a date for the night. Neither could have not. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but we're going to eventually. We're it was fine because he kept saying it's not going to work out anyway. So if it don't work out, it's fine. Listen, if a nigga tell you that, believe him. Believe I know. Him. No, his thing was because he said you're going to lose me. And I said, <laughs> what? You say it with your chest. With chest. No, because that's a giveaway for this time. Because <laughs> we've seen this movie play out before, huh? Yeah. We'll, just, just, we'll, we'll speak in that term so that way, you know, no one gets scammed up. We've seen the movie play out before. What do you mean? What am I going to. Oh my God. Figure it out. What else, have you, what else have you learned in 2018 besides hey, Travis Fox? got added. They added a Columbus show. I'm going. I don't give a fuck who's going with me. I'm going. I am too because I'm going to call that nigga and ask for forgiveness. So I really can't be in a relationship through February. Yep. Because you can't. You listen. <laughs> you got to be in a fa- at least a fake relationship to get gifts on Valentine's Day. Mm, no, I don't. A fake one. Mm-mm, not a real one. Not really. I mean, at most, you got to start dating somebody in January. To at least solidify the Valentine's Day date. I can waste December early dates. No, you just got to find someone who likes you enough that's willing to spend money with you. It's not that hard. But I can't be in no relationship because I can't cheat, so that's not going to work. I see. And I'm not that cute anyway. (laughs) Good for you, friend. Good for you. But no, I'm going. I'm going. So what did we learn in 2018? You want to go first or cool? 
Saturday Sunday the hotness we will not be doing therapy anytime soon actually we just hit a new point in therapy where we've discovered I'm angry a lot what that's crazy first of all don't be funny <laughs> I mean angry at certain people in my life <laughs> almost in a tear <laughs> Okay, don't get this phone thrown at you. The screen is already cracked. I don't care. <laughs> Relax. But no, okay, so <laughs> did, did you understand why, or is it just kind of at the surface level uh, observation? Or uh, why you're angry at certain people a lot? Uh, it's a certain degree. I know I do it. Alright, what's the reason why? They're my parents. Okay. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> Good. Good rebuttal. Good rebuttal there. All right. <laughs> Got to figure out how to work it out with them. Yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily have to. Unless, at least no, you don't. We've we've gone over that. And, and I mean, as, 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 long, as soon as you kind of m- like move out and really came to get on your own, you don't have to. I mean, obviously, I don't care for, <laughs> I mean, everyone, but let me not. But I would personally like to always have a relationship with my parents, you know, and I would assume that. A decent amount of people would like to have a relationship with people who gave birth to them, but you, if people are shitty, people are shitty, and shitty people don't have, don't, aren't guaranteed a a spot in your life. Like I done, I done learned that a lot this year. Like I done talk, I done stopped talking to a lot of people, (laughs) grand opening, grand closing, and it is what it is. I used to hold resentment over people who would come in and go out my life. I'm so sad. But, like, I don't anymore because shit happens for a reason. It is what it is. <laughs> As Twitter would say, it'd be like that sometimes. But, like, most people, I don't hold no grudges. I, don't, I used to want those people to fail, right? We talked about how I wanted, like, my exes, right? Or, like, the people to, like, be memorable. I don't want that shit no more. Not to you, friend. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't. It does nothing for you. It don't feed you or take away from you. It just does nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, wa- I don't. I'm not actively wishing for someone else's downfall, e- if, even if they did me wrong. Hey, when you do that, though, would you realize, like, you keep up with them to see if they do have that downfall? And, and I haven't, though. Like, there have been people who, go, who quote-unquote, ghosted me, who, we, I guess, ghosted each other, or whatever the fuck, or people who, got, who I felt have done me wrong. I don't keep up with them. I don't keep tabs on them. I don't check to see if they're doing miserable anymore. And I think that's a burden that's been lifted off of me. Already got too much. I already have too much of a chip on my shoulder. I don't need that shit on my other shoulder. Okay. Um, and so I don't wish I don't wish ill on no one. I just wish success for myself. And I said this on my story. Put me anywhere on God's green earth, and I'll triple my worth. That's how we going into 2019. I don't wish like you know what I'm saying like. I asked. I said this on my story. I said I said like I asked God to protect me from my enemies and my <laughs> negative energy. I started losing niggas around me. I was like, oh. All right, cool. Like, I, I just need, I have Where to. Where did that verse in 2019 go? Which verse? I prayed to God to get rid of the people around me. I started losing friends. Like, okay, okay. But I think that speaks to how we, sometimes we confuse longevity with loyalty. Like, just because someone's been around you for a while doesn't mean they're good for you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you just said something right there. You just said something right there. <laughs> you seen that little white boy that be um, 
impersonating Pudi B. Oh man, but like, <laughs> and and it, it's taken me a while because, as I think you you kind of touched on it, like, I think black men do have a sense of loyalty to white supremacists and the people that they're growing up with, or the people that like have were with them quote unquote when they didn't have nothing. I get it. Not to say that it's good behavior, but I get it. And but. If you're trying to continue to grow and evolve and, you know, reach new levels, sometimes the people who you think are holding you up, uh, I hate, uh, it's going to sound corny, I, ain't gonna, I don't even want to finish it because I'm going to sound like a running IG meme, but fuck it. Like the people who you think holding you up are just letting you down. Or the people you think are supporting you aren't supporting you the way that you need to be supported. And I learned that this year because once I started moving in a certain way that was more actively self not just actively selfish of trying to get where I needed to go. People who I thought would be happy for me weren't. <laughs> and it fucked with me for a while. Like, oh word, cool. Like look what we're doing. But I can't I can't take that as I can't take that into New York. And I know it's corny to start things at twenty nineteen, but I can't take I can't take the energy where I'm trying to go. I can't like because it's not it's not gonna work. Like I have things I, I have so many things I so many things I want to do so many things I need to do and a limited amount of resources and time to do it so I can't waste either of these things on shit that's not beneficial. Mm-hmm. And and even me holding hate in my heart or me hoping that you fail and you are that's I can't I can't afford to give you that energy because I need all the energy for myself. Like I can't. I can't move. I can't move. Sim- I can't move a certain way anymore because we've always moved a certain way. I don't know. It's just that's kind of one of the main things I learned. It's like besides besides what we talked about as far as like you know the issues of procrastination, like me finally trying the therapy shit out again. Like you know that took a lot for me to me for me to sit in front of a fucking stranger and tell this woman my issues. Like what you know what I mean? Like that, that still is kind of awkward to me. But if I want the things I want to happen, I can't move in the way I used to move. Because what I'm doing has only gotten me so far, and I can't. If I want to go farther, I can't do the same shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. What you learned? You ain't learned anything else. <laughs> besides, <laughs> besides what we talked about. You don't need to obtain things to start them. Say that again. You don't need to obtain certain things to start things. It's that idea that you keep bringing up. But that's nice. I say mostly to your family. If I can just get my finances in order, I'll do this and this and this. Next year, I'm making a promise to myself that I'm not waiting for my finances in order. Because I'm be real honest with you, ain't going to know when we're going to get them in order. To start these things that I want to in my life. So I'm just putting more dedication into like my creative projects and focusing on how I can build between this podcast and uh, Save Yourself and this podcast and how I can grow those and really just putting my focus into those and then taking them where I want to. I think I've always had this idea of like, well, I never thought I was career-oriented. I think I've always had an idea of like what I dream to do in order to feel successful. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I need to obtain that certain thing to still get to that success. So I'm like stepping back doing what I have in front of me right now and then obtaining it and then just, you know, going from there. So I think next year everything I want is going to come to me. But how it's going to come 
like it the earlier when I said it's more broad I that's the lesson I'm taking with myself like my picture ain't big enough and while I let the creative step in and continue to grow on it I think the last thing I learned because we t- we touched on a little bit last week with the vision boards um besides just being selfish and just like For literally, I work out every day. Like, I'm not even trying to look, look like you got it, but you ain't got it. Or you just sit back and you see what everyone else posts and what, e- what everyone else looks like they have. And you compare it to what you know you have, and you just think, God damn, I ain't shit. Most to my sense, the, they're infected. Because it's like it, it affects your movements. But the idea of self-loving and, and, and pocket-watching and, and comparing, it's, it, it's infectious, honestly. Because you think you need to be out here living a life that you may not have yet because you got to show that you got it. Or you're out here looking on people's highlight reels, we call them social media, and realize what you got. And you think, God damn, I ain't got it, I ain't shit. While most of these people are fucking struggling just like you. Like, let's look at the stats here. They're lying and saying they're not. Let's look at the stats here. Like, what's the, I think the median... Income for like a, a, a millennial in Ohio is like twenty thousand dollars. The median, and that's uh, compared to some other cities. That's high. In other states, that's high. Like most rent in most urban cities is is is, is clothing to onto a thousand dollars. Like the stats say, everybody ain't out here getting it like you think they think they getting it. Like some of y'all niggas buy sections and then go home and try to figure out how to keep the lights on. Like. Not us. Thank God I'm poor. <laughs> That's part of the patriarchy. You're okay, Steve. <laughs> nah, if I if I come to money, I have to really be so past these niggas. I even let's be honest. Let me come up on it. If you think I am not about to use my femininity to get me where I need to go while I'm a broke bitch, you got me fucked up. But as soon as I come into this money, it's gonna be less and less people I give a good fuck to. I won't need you. Always, all that's another lesson for this year. Always make sure the people in your life you have a use for. I used to be that way. I was really good about being that way up until that bad relationship. And it took my life for me to have a black heart back. But I'm getting back to being that person. Like, you should always have a use for people. And if you don't have a use, you're taking their space. Get it. I hear you. I know that's just me being harsh, me, but. what you're saying isn't wrong. I think just the lead up to that is what's making that hit a little different. Because it's like, obviously you... Excuse me, you were trying to use me again? Yes, bitch, you should be looking. Like I said, that's a part of the patriarchy. You, you're, you're okay, keep it. <laughs> um, like I said, we got therapists in there. But um, I think, honestly, uh, I need to have blinders on. kind of only focus on what I'm doing and how I can grow instead of what other people are doing and how they're going to grow. That's not to say to like shun advice 
or anything of that nature, but just to kind of put things in a different perspective for me. Um, I do believe that the people that you consider friends should be of some value to you, emotionally, supportive, financially, if, if, if that's your thing, whatever. But I also feel like you should be also provide value to those same friends. Yeah. And so to kind of make sure that you are who you want everyone else to be for you. And that takes time. We're, we're, we're all still actively unlearning shit that we thought was old. Um, and to understand that this shit don't switch up as quick as we want it to. But I think that's what I'm learning through. Just keep self. Did he give you a section on Saturday? Yeah, he did. Somebody said you were so drunk you were getting your section all night. So then you, because I said he had a section. And they were like, are you sure? Because he's just on the floor drunk all night. And I was like, I think he had a section. Um, I mean, people also wanted to keep buying me drinks. So I was like, sure. You ain't saying nothing now, Joey. But yeah. Hey, we stay in the house even though, bro. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. It is straight cuddle up. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things, Deidre. Like, y'all niggas. <coughs> you acting totally different. Yep. <laughs> who was that? That was B-Wade who said that, right? Uh, to me? Mm-mm-mm. It was a basketball player. Oh, they John Wall. John Wall. I ain't never seen you act like that. That's how I'm summing up 2019. But yeah, that's You shit. acting totally different. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ha Ha Davis. Cause that's where he got it from. Shout out to Ha Ha Davis. That's the best version. Oh, that's where. <laughs> that's where. That's where. I original feel like I have that video of him saying that. Um, but um, but yeah, that's all I learned. That's all I learned. You got anything else to close it out with, or are we gonna ra- start wrapping this up? Meet us on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Three p.m. Two p.m. Two p.m. Sunday. Two p.m. Uh, <gasps> yeah, Sunday. Two p.m. Octave in Covington. Uh, come on, come on. Hear, hear, come in, hear us and some other great people talk about talk shit. You know, and also, if you have some questions that you want to ask on this podcast, reach out to me so we can get this get this thing popping. Um, other than that, yeah, this um this will be our last recorded, recorded episode of the year. I'm gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break because we're gonna come back brand new. Yeah, for sure. Um, as always, hashtag potting when you screenshot listening to us on Instagram. Um, whether you listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get us on Spotify during this break because Spotify would be wanting money. Um, so yeah. Also, my birthday is <laughs> December twenty second, so you know. Get your money, honey. Listen, I need I need all the coins. Um, other than that, yeah, we're trying to just live live our best lives. Focus on the things that are beneficial to us, and we and we hope that you do the same. Signing off, signing out. A second shift production.